Jason Baldinger is a poet and photographer from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He's penned 15 books of poetry, the newest of which include A History of Back Roads Misplaced, Selected Poems 2010 to 2020, and This Still Life with James Benger. His first book of photography, Lazarus, as well as two ekphrastic collections with Rebecca Schmeda and Robert Dean are forthcoming. His work has appeared across a wide variety of online sites and print journals. You can hear him read his work on Bandcamp and on LPs by the Go-To-Beds and Theramonster. On July 23, 2020, he was one of the poets who shared their work at the Linda as part of a two-night event series presented by the Hudson Valley Writers Guild, Hobo Camp Review, and Trailer Park Quarterly. Pittsburgh. Hi, I'm Jason Baldinger. They'll tell you I'm apparently not uh, from Pittsburgh, but the embodiment of Pittsburgh. I'm not sure if that's true, but maybe. We'll see. I'm going to read you a poem that uh, Tom Bakel has put out in the topography of disappearing. Uh, this chapbook is now out of print. And this poem is called, I Remember the Royal River. I remember the Royal River. A bleached skeleton, bones, calloused and raw, these forever miles, the only skin left attached. Vermont rain-soaked halos glow dry in cold July sunshine. I remember the Royal River, a mile-long rutted driveways, a peninsula breaks into islands, black flies, tall grass, backgammon days pass, picking ticks off golden retrievers. I remember the Royal River, the main granite coast, lone trees claw to hold rocks, the ice-cold Atlantic, this gaunt face in tide pool. I remember the Royal River, tequila on the docks, fortification for a last day's boogie. Gather these atoms south with notions of Sacco and Vanzetti. I remember the Royal River as a skeleton with a compass left in place of memory. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. All right, this is a poem about the great state of Kansas. It's called Back When We Were Wild. Kansas, I wish we could share a kiss. But the prairie sneaks up so fast and then never leaves. Three wasted days boiling in hundreds heat across endless flat with a mute ghost. I haven't seen a hill and somehow I missed a famous frontier town. I'm reading Ray Carver while I drive. It seems more useful than maps. In a junk shop or a motel with no hot water, I catch a smell that reminds me of atonement, of another time, back when we were wild. That's the poem. Anyway, this poem is called We Own the Night. It's for my friend Renee Alberts. I was in a Walmart in Moundsville, West Virginia, when you texted that you went nuclear. Hell, I've known you for 15 years, and you've always been fierce, but I knew the life you chose didn't sit with you. You texted tonight, I'm leaving town. Sorry I missed you until now. Can we meet later? A question sits on the bar. How do you love people who don't love themselves? We shoot bullet 
and you walk me through walking out of your life. That moment on the beach staring off at the Pacific when you realized you were living someone else's life. That moment you realized you didn't know why. Was it that what they told you you should want? Was it only for security? I've had that moment many times, staring at the Pacific, at the Atlantic, on the Gulf of Mexico, at sunrise and sunset on Lake Champlain, almost 20 years apart. I've had that moment in many places, and it's a hard moment. These are difficult questions. They are questions to be proud of, but they are questions with no easy answers. We raise time tonight and try and squeeze everything into a last physical conversation. We talk about freedom. We talk about letting go. We talk about isolating the noise that holds us in place and how in that isolation, it may be possible to find what you actually need. And then we talk more about freedom. We own the night tonight with all its useless beauty as Sunday sleepers fog through dreams of their disaster lives. And I drive you back to your folks. You're full of what it all means. But I've never seen you more confident, more beautiful than when you walked away. Thank you all. This is called Blind Into Leaving. I'm drinking beer in a bourbon town again. The waitress raised eyes, suspicious as I lock eyes on an alligator and a shark. The beltways of Kentucky are kind. There is no stress, no trucks, no cops. Set the cruise just north of 80. Miles dissolve easy. Still, if I dive into bourbon now, I'll be slobbering in moments. There are some things you can't drink away. Guitar player works Statesboro blues, more almond than McTell. The sunset was rose water in the rear view tonight. I wanted to hold my breath. The waitress wants to know if I need another. Babe, I need an IV. She sees it and she tells me these are good people. It took three tries to get a room. The lobby was a full bloom Appalachian floor show. Every toilet full of The waitress brings me a third and I down it in one magic swallow. Broke down engine guzzles gasoline. Wizard guitarist is on to finger style sweet leaf. I tip and walk blind into leaving. was published in River Dog many, many, many years ago. This is called Our Great and Wasted Hours. Tonight, I dream of a bar I frequented with its giant shark, abominable snowman, the tree branches filled with silent birds. I miss noise tonight. Bar ambiance, Penn Avenue, a stifled staccato soundtrack to our great and wasted hours. Gin and tonic, cold beer. She wears a vintage yellow dress, floral printed, the same one she wore back on the first night I kissed her, back before the Carter family set the world on fire, back when McClellan's troops froze under the expanse of heaven. Good night, stars, cold bloom, rhododendron blossoms fall. Tonight, I miss noise. This is for Becky. This is from the afterlife as a hangover. Michelle texts that her mother died. Would I meet her for a drink with Kate at the Tiki bar? And I text back, and Kate is late. I hear, I head to Michelle's and hear her, Richard, and I talk about her mother's death 
Her last words, don't be afraid, Michelle. And I can't fathom how you talk to your spouse about your mother's death when your husband has been reduced to apologies. Sorry for cancer. Sorry for dying. And I talk about my grandmother's death. A month in and out of consciousness after a stroke took most of her spark, my brother and I spent August nights, hospital picnic benches, smoked, talked our goodbyes to each other for her. She died mid-afternoon and I was late, caught in a storm, believe it or not, time to the moment she passed. They waited till I was there, then they pulled the sheet. Sometimes you have plenty of time to say goodbye. Sometimes you have none. In this bar, time fades, and we get to stories. Kate is ribald, Michelle is dry, and I try and keep it silly, but I can't stop staring at Michelle's finger and her dead mother's ring. The third zombie unties her tongue and leaves a wide-eyed bartender and also nets us a discount on drinks. These nights, adrift on time expired, I think in terms of prayers. Bless the women who smoke. Bless the women who say graceful, gossamer, and vulgar. Bless the way we break into pieces. Bless us when we pretend to keep it together. And bless the bartenders who for just a moment deliver the drinks that take the pain away. Yeah. For Hudson Mohawk Magazine, I'm Tom Francis.